Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This episode of Steel Wars is brought to you by Movement Watches. To get 15% off today with free shipping and free free returns go to mvmt.com forward slash steel wars this podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates as well as the making star wars podcast network this episode of steel wars features occasional coarse language if you're around sensitive ears move along This is not the Steel Wars episode you are looking for. There are, however, many other family-friendly, clean episodes on our iTunes feed or SteelWars.com. Hey, you guys. Uh, Welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars! Yeah! We are back live in Melbourne. I was very excited. You guys see on Twitter or social media, whatever, Ryan Johnson has finished The Last Jedi. Like, totally sealed. In the can, as they say in Hollywood. I hear people... I'm like when I like wake up every morning, I can just hear people walk past talking about the things they've put in the can. And apparently it's a show business term and it means the film is finished. But he finished it three months early, making him Star Wars director's mature age student. <laughs> we have got two of my pals here to talk Star Wars. Very talented comedians. So how about we bring them up and have a chat, you guys? <laughs> Please welcome from the only video game podcast I've ever listened to, from the Filthy Casuals, it's Adam Knox! Our next guest has, he's achieved a lot, it's been good, but none, none of his achievements, they all pale into the fact that he somehow got our friend Ben Russell into the headrest of a Virgin Airlines, into the headrest. The headrest or the overhead locker? In the TV. In the TV? What the, what are you talking about? (laughs) In the entertainment system. Oh, like he filmed him? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant he literally squished him in. No, no. But he's in there. Okay. And much to my surprise, like 12 hours into a flight, somehow enabled Ben Russell to get in the headrest... And drop the C word. Really? Yes. Coruscant. No, the other <laughs> one. 
the other one. So please welcome from Auntie Donna, it's Mark. I still don't understand that story. I know uh, we have to move on. I know podcasting. <laughs> no, we don't. We but don't. I just want you to know no, that I'm, I'm I, was, I, I was flying to America one time and... Yeah, we all do stuff, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and the Arnie Donner sketch series, 1999, was in the entertainment Oh, and he's the little he's the little English gentleman in that. He's like, oh, and then the you know Dickensian yeah. boy. Yeah, so so yeah. Wiggle Snatch, and he says the the c word in that. Yeah, he does. I, I hadn't even thought about that. That's a very good point. And yeah, just the fact that he was doing it at this high altitude <laughs> over <Yeah>. international <laughs> waters, I was like. What an achievement! We uh, we we sat down once. We're flying. Uh, we're flying back from from America, and there were these. Uh, okay, we all three, do stuff. Yeah, mate. we all do oh, stuff, yeah. right? Have you ever been on a? You don't like flying, do you? I don't like flying, but I've done it before. Yeah, yeah. I, but I. Why I, do you do? Why do you let people pressure you into things, Noxie? I love seeing people say the c word, and it's the only place I can do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, but um, we're flying back from from. America. I'm out of Knox, and I like to stay put. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite, because when they play it, when they, when someone says the c word on the TV in a plane, if someone gets offended and wants to complain, they can't go anywhere. They just have to stand up and go. Did you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving eventually. <laughs> It's yeah, and you go complain, and you have to go, listen to this, and you have to go through the menu yeah. and then page. It's going to come comedy. on again in yep. two hours. Yes. Oh, that is old school. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't been on a plane for a while. The are, last... are, you, are you old enough to make that reference? Well, the, the last time I was on a plane that where they played stuff, and I bothered to like because you have to pay for it now for your little iPad and whatever. A lot of the time, so I don't. I, I never do it. Not, I just... not international, mate. Oh uh, well, international, international. Who are you flying <laughs> with? You gotta uh, get on that Virgin. I'm man. flying with whatever the cheapest available ticket. I'm yeah, pretty right. sure I was in a horse-drawn plane once. I'm in old yeah, yeah, planes. Yeah. Noxie's no stranger to Avalon Airport. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, Avalon would be a dream. I'm going from Moorabbin Airport <laughs> in a plane where like the the pilot prays before he gets in. <laughs> Buddy Holly Airlines. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, fuck flying. I don't like it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan no. either. Uh, but you know, have to. You got to. You just got. I got. You got to do it. I always, especially with the live ones, I toe the line, and then I let the guests decide if it's going to have an explicit rating or not. <laughs> and you've made your decision. I've put it there. That little red E just just showed up on <laughs> iTunes in advance. <laughs> I hate it when people clap at the end of a flight as well. This is like that's the, we do it on purpose. I, I hate it because it's like admitting it could have gone wrong. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like when you, the best yeah. thing to do is we what we do is we clap and then we and then we stop and look around to see who's clapping so that <laughs> no one thinks it's because that's the best thing to do. Have you ever called for an encore? Oh, pa- uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Just like get back up there, buddy. <laughs> Do it again. No, that would be... Uh, I've never had to do that. That's the most terrifying. That's what I'm terrified of, are those, uh, the ones that come in and then, and then the landing is just like, nah! And then yeah, they go straight yeah. back up. I never want that to happen because that would be awful. Well, be, if you clapped hard enough, like you land from you know, LA to Melbourne, yeah. big clap, and then he's like, come, the pilot comes back out and takes yeah. you to Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit of extra gear, you know? That'd be sweet. That's the, oh, that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> now... Mark, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure if you know about your uh, secret Star Wars connection. No, maybe I don't. Have you seen the film Rogue One? Yes, I, yeah, I have seen that movie. Okay. That's a hell of a connection. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Noxie. <laughs> All right, wait there. I've got to get this photo. All right. Was, did you like it? Yeah. I think it it's, it's, might be my favorite wow. one of them. Really? Wow. I didn't expect it to be as good as well, it did was. Did you know Mark was in it? Oh, there he is. Excuse me? Look at you. Oh, right. Yeah, I've had someone has sent that to me before. I look like one of the extras. He's just an extra in it. Isn't no, he, he talks. Does he? I don't know. I didn't like it. Pass he around. Says, <laughs> hey, Zach! Do you reckon we'll be able to fly this plane? Uh, but, uh, pl- they're called planes in Star Wars, right? <laughs> also, that was my Mark impression. That was brilliant. I can do Broden better. Can you? Yeah. Bloody, uh, bloody, uh, how, about, uh, how, how about that bloody uh, Star Wars film? Mm. I what? guess we all decide for ourselves what's better and what's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon that's pretty, that was pretty good. Thank you. It's my only impression. Have, have you ever done a, like a Star Wars sketch or reference in your sketch comedy troupe, uh, Auntie Donna? Yeah, no, no, we, we, haven't, we haven't really done a... Maybe we've done a reference, I don't know, but may, it might be deep. But I don't think so. No, we've only ever done one... We did a Dungeons & Dragons sketch once, and that was it. <laughs> It was fine. I don't like when, <laughs> yeah, when, when like sketches are too nerdy for me to even. Yeah, use. yeah. Oh, we made it pretty accessible. Don't worry. It's just a different thing. We haven't done a Star Wars sketch, but we did one about oranges once. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you ever done any, any Star Wars gear, Noxie? Um, good question. If I had a better memory, I could answer that question <laughs> accurately. But genuinely, I don't remember 90% of my jokes. Uh, and neither does anyone who I've told them to. <laughs> mm. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're ever going to find out. I, I feel like I, I'm, I must have mentioned Star Wars at some point in my life. <laughs> oh yeah, I did a, I did a Star, I tried to do a Star Wars fan fiction once uh, for fan fiction comedy, um, and it was just all about Luke getting a space boner. That was the joke <laughs> over Leia, um, and it was awful. It wasn't very. It got that kind of reaction, um, and. Uh, but it's like, it was, because uh, when I went in and I, I went, oh, I did something about Star Wars and all the fan fiction people were like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, we've never had anyone do Star Wars before. It's like, why? And they're like, because it's too big. It's too, they're like, I think most guests are too intimidated by the grandness of it. And I think it is hard. It's like, but a lot of people do it. Like, I love like, like the robot chicken Star Wars stuff and the family guy stuff. I love when people take the piss out of it. Yeah. But th- it's I think, hard. I think maybe what they were referring to is, or what I think, it's been so mined for comedy. Yeah. You know, yeah. over 40 years. And like, you know, Robot Chicken, some of those like bits are just like, well, there's no jokes left. No, that's right. Yeah, that's very, very yeah. true. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, sure, no one has introduced Space Boner, but you are breaking new ground. I'm the best. Yeah. You, you are the Louis C.K. of space incest. <laughs> Goddamn right, I Congratulations. am. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, so what happened? with What did Luke do with his space I, boner, dare I, I don't ask? remember. This is like three years ago, man. I'm imagining it was stuff of like when it went up, it went... And things like that, right? Oh, that's, that's way better than anything that was... <laughs> really? Should've, yeah, I should have collabed with Noxie. <laughs> that's what I, I'm always saying about every project ever. <laughs> I like that you've had such a crazy three years that standing in front of a room of people talking about Luke Skywalker Walker's space boat yeah. just doesn't even make the memory anymore. You'd be surprised how small the audience was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Noxie, here's a question a bit out of the boat. Okay. You're in Jabba's palace, right? Yep. Oh, no. And he needs to be entertained. Shit. He, he looks over to you. Salacious Crumb's giving him nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, 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 Adam Knox, do your comedy. What, 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 what sort of bit Oof. do you open with? <laughs> 
boy. Um, uh, you seen these uh, fucking Mandalorians they got these days? Uh, they, uh, and then he, it's a bit racist. I went immediately. <laughs> immediately racial. <laughs> um, do, do you think? Do you think in Jabba's Palace, as a stand-up, you can cross the line? I think with some spe- specific races, you'd be like, working blue at Jabba's Palace would be fine, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah, they're a pretty open-minded lot. I feel like yeah. they would be. I, like, I'm, He's a mob boss, essentially. So it'd be if I had to do... You just couldn't make any hut jokes. It'd be that Exactly. Thing. It'd be like doing gear at the Lithuanian club. So you can do whatever you want. Just do not mention Soviet Russia. Exactly. You know, that's a rule. They've got it written on the walls <laughs> wow. in yeah. the Lithuanian Yakov Smirnov does the terribly. There. And that crossed <laughs> off so much of my set. We had well. to, yeah, we had to rewrite half our show. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'd just immediately go like, no, feed me to the thing, feed me to the rank, or I'm done. This, I maybe try and play one of the instruments. Yeah, you wouldn't sacrifice your artistic integrity. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm oh. not, I'm not changing my gear for you. <laughs> just feed me. <laughs> I oh, say so you'd fall into that trap. You know, like sometimes you do stand up at a venue and there's like a piano on stage. Yeah. Mm. And, it, you know, it's there for some other show and it's irresistible. The pull yep. to go over to the piano and just start playing and just trying to come up with something. Uh-huh. That's so much. So you'd get off stage, go over to Max Rebo's circular little piano thing and just start. 100%. I would like do that classic thing of when you don't really know how to open, saying like, I. Demanded. I'm glad they got my rider because I demanded that I'm not going to perform unless it's on a platform above of a deadly monster and <laughs> with like 30 machines going brong like that and you know that's the noise they make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do well. I think we're clearly finding out as this goes on. I would be much too in, in, insanely terrified of death. Oh, it's one about, of my biggest fears. What 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 a nightmare <laughs> what it would are be. The other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pretty much just things that lead to death. I don't like spiders mm. or um, that's about it. Right. I'm spiders a pretty brave guy. Yeah. <laughs> what about spiders in a plane? Um, that's probably fine because I feel like they're in my world there. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like I can fuck a spider up on a plane, but it's when they're hidden on a tree. I was at a – like my pants are muddy. I was at a bushfire party yesterday and a we, bushfire party. Someone, not a bushfire, a bonfire. Okay, oh. I was like, yeah, so. I was going to say, yeah. Take that community's houses. <laughs> no, a bushfire party is like a really good bonfire party if it gets out of hand. <laughs> but so we had a big old bonfire and we were like, let's push down another tree to put into it because there were all these dead trees. I love Australian culture. It was, there were these two people from Argentina there who'd only been here for like two weeks and they were like, this is this, really. This is unfolding like a Tarantino uh, film. Yeah. <laughs> it's just layers and layers. <laughs> anyway, we yeah, the the we push a tree over and I and I touched a spider briefly and it fucking freaked me out. <laughs> the ending of that story much worse than the beginning. <laughs> what did the Argentinians have to do with any of that? Uh, nothing. They were just like, oh, Australia's weird. <laughs> 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 just to give it some context. What about you? You're scheduled to do the gig at Jabba's Palace, right? Yeah. They haven't promoted it very well. And I don't imagine they would, yeah. People are there. They're watching on the TV. They're watching all the pod races. Yeah. And then you have to do, like, they turn off the pod races and you have to oh, jump fuck. up. This is too real. <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> like it, I, I know what I would do because I've been in this situation just 
<laughs> without aliens there, and I would do poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything worse than you, you have to do? Like you go on, they've like they've oh, sprung, so they've fun. done a, like a gorilla gig. Yeah, they haven't told anyone in the venue there's going to be comedy on, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh yeah, this, the footy's on. We'll just switch that off and. Next up, the comedy stylings of not football it's guy. It's awful, man. I did a gig in Morwell w- recent, which is the Tatooine of Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a few months ago, and there was one guy, one guy in the room, and we were like, there were three of us, <laughs> so I, and we had to do it because they, you know, you've been booked to do it, and there's money, and they've given you a shit meal, and blah blah blah. And so you walk up. Oh, the meal was actually fine. But anyway, you walk up on the... <laughs> Tell us more about the meal. He was... <laughs> Noxy, was... hard but fair. <laughs> <laughs> he was watching uh, uh, racing, some form of racing. I can't remember if they were bikes or cars or people. Mm-hmm. It was, But the goal was to be quick. And it, unlike <laughs> my goal, which is to meander through this story. <laughs> anyway, one dude. And they walked up and in front of him, like, p- turned the TV off and went, Now there's comedy. Literally, he said, now there's comedy. And I walked up and I was emceeing and I said, yes, there is, baby. <laughs> and fucked around for a bit. And anyway, he went and had a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's how Letterman used to bring him up. Yeah. <laughs> that's brutal. That's, yeah, that's like, we, sometimes we get introduced on, uh, like, the MC will come out and people goes, hey, who here like sketch comedy? <laughs> and then it's just dead. Yeah. <laughs> because no one even is sure what that means exactly anymore. There's one guy who's been in a coma since 1970. Yeah. He's like, yeah, me. I love it. <laughs> it's uh, that's brutal. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And hey, I man, okay. I now I'm feeling good because I'm here at the lovely Club Voltaire doing Steel Wars. Nice. Kind of a prick. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at Jabba's Palace, they could just switch it off and go, "Who likes racially provocative Gamorian comedy?" <laughs> Adam Knox. Yeah, I do a little, like a strip tease, like that dude. That's what the other fat dude in that movie. I think that's the only fat guy in Star Wars. The guy who's in Jabba's palace sort of shaking his belly around. Oh, yeah. I just sort of had that thought. That thought just Dude, occurred to me. that was a woman. Is it? Yeah. But then the, uh, the guy who owns the Rancor is a, is that, yeah, he's he's a fat big, dude too. Yeah, he's a big boy too. There's only fat people in Jabba's palace in, those, in all of those movies. Maybe they just couldn't get him in until... And Jabba himself. Or the Jedi like that to wait three movies in. Yeah. Like, well, guys, we're not. That's a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing this. So, yeah, I think the one, the, the man that you're saying is shaking his belly is Gamora, the six-breasted woman. Right. Yeah, I think you're right as well. <laughs> Strangely enough, the six breasts weren't my most memorable thing <laughs> about that particular character. <laughs> Look at the belly on that guy. Yeah, there's no one else big, because I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy. You're a beautiful boy. Uh, no, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. All right, what about in... the You've, I assume you've seen Star Wars A New Hope, the original film. No, that's the only one I haven't seen. <laughs> no, yeah, I've seen What about the... Porkins? Ah, uh, Porkins. His name's even Porkins. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, yeah, there's, there's three. Which is the f- maximum amount. <laughs> All right. Has anyone else got any Star Wars fat guys? Dexter. Dexter Jetstar. Yeah, Which but CGI flab doesn't count, I don't think. <laughs> oh, the chef guy? The Yeah, yeah, yeah. The That's, <laughs> but he might be thin for whatever species he is. Oh, I good don't point. know that. Yeah. yeah, you judgmental prick. Because <laughs> 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 if you bring aliens into it, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of 
bigger aliens. There's the one that Simon Pegg plays. He's a bit of a big boy. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> had a few bloody... Sorry. <laughs> I'm what? having sketch flashback when you said he's a bit of a big boy. <laughs> he is a bit of a big boy. I don't. I, I can't remember that name. What is it? Something. Um, Uncle Plot. You're fucked. <laughs> that's, that's that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> All right, let, let's let's take it way back, you guys. What, right. what is your first memory of Star Wars, Noxy? Uh, VHS is taped off of the TV from the 80s by my auntie, Catherine. Hello, Catherine. You're not listening. Um, she's dead. No, she's not. <laughs> she's <laughs> she, she died of copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> and she, uh, I had them off of her and my cousins. And so, honestly, my mem- my early memories of Star Wars are completely inextricable from memories of, like, Tarago ads. <laughs> and like when the river runs dry, <laughs> nah, all that sort of like maybe early nineties Australian uh, ads like that. And so I I watched those VHSs a lot, and I think they didn't have certain bits of the movie too. So I don't think it was until like I guess I saw it in the cinema as well. You didn't say all of my memory up to the current day, did you? I, I implied it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the movies came out, and I watched them. And then I really liked The Phantom Menace when that came out because I was like 10 mm. and uh, not particularly judgmental. And um, I've changed. Let me ask you this. So you loved it when you saw it when you were 10. Yeah. And, and I assume by your, your negative tone that you like it less now. I, I watched not that long ago, I guess before The Force Awakens came out, um, the, what are they called? The no Cheese Ones? You know what I mean? I like the Phantom Edit. Yeah, but, but I, and I think it was specifically called No Cheese. Mm. On um, it sounds like the worst pizza ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, I enjoyed that more than anyone else in the room. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, it, that made it. But it was as as time went on, it was the bits trying to be funny in those movies that that started to bother me more than the overall. Because I still think they they look really good in terms of the design of ev- and everything. The CGI's kind of uh, aged more than one might have thought it would at the time. Mm. Yeah, because I sort of think that it's like seeing it then. Because like when I like I wonder if I saw Return of the Jedi. Like if Return of the Jedi came out now, it's my favorite film of all time. It's the yeah. greatest thing ever projected really? onto a white bit of wall. Oh yeah, so good. And. But I wonder if now, if I watched it for the first time, like all like the bits that people don't like that much would stand out. Because when you're a kid, yeah, you don't like all like you, you're not even like kids. They shouldn't even be judging films. They yeah. should just be happy that they're there. That's yeah. my thing about um, Jedi Man. Is like I it was my favorite movie growing up as a kid, right? And uh, and then I got older and started to really hate it. Just like despised it. I was just like, fucking stupid, man. Fucking Ewoks, another Death Star. Fuck you, right? It made me mad. And then I, I just thought about it. I was like, why do I hate it so much now? Like, I remember I used to love it so much. And as a kid, that, that, you, you have to switch your adult brain off. Because as a kid, that movie has fucking 
everything, man. Like, it doesn't matter if there's another Death Star. That's fine. It's got little teddy bears fuck up an empire. Like, that's amazing. When you're a kid, that's that's a beautiful thing to see, and it's really fun and interesting. And you just got to kind of... I have to switch my adult brain off to enjoy that movie. It, it's weird because, like, in a movie thing, like having the second Death Star and then, again, having essentially the third Death Star in The Force Awakens... Yeah. When you're watching it as a movie goer, it's like, oh, this is just a rehash. Mm. But I was watching a video with do you know Max Landis. No, he's yeah, he yeah. directed some movies. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a very um, he did a really good video about wrestling called "Wrestling Isn't Wrestling" that I really like. Yeah, and he's the son of John Landis. Yeah, yeah. that directed the American Werewolf in London. Right. And so he's a, he's a screenwriter and he's a director and he's a very opinionated Star Wars fan. Mm. And he's very um, polarizing because he was one of the people that came out and said Ray was a Mary Sue. And because he's got this big platform, you know, people get very upset about that. Mm. I was watching a video of his today and he was talking about while in the movie going experience, having another Death Star, you know, isn't that original. But if you're a fascist, and you've built a Death Star, and it gets blown up, like it is a probable thing to go back and go, I'll just build one twice as big. Totally. That'll, yeah. fuck, that'll fucking show everyone. If yeah, you, if yeah, you yeah. have a fucking gun and you miss a shot, you don't go, oh, well, guns don't work. <laughs> you, build, you don't build another gun. You shoot the same gun again. But yeah, I completely agree with that, that a Death Star is a good plan. Mm. As long as you build it right. And the second time they were trying to build it right, and the third time there's a planet. The third one's a bit lamer, but the, the yeah, I agree with that. That in in the world, it makes sense for them to just go, yeah, do it again. Yeah. Oh, I've just thought of a good reality show idea. Yeah. It's like planet renovation. So there's okay. four teams. They each get a planet. Six hundred and ninety-three episodes in a series. Yeah. It just, just going around an entire planet, going, just, oh my god, the fucking kitchen's so big. Oh, this is going to take forever. Yeah, when you have one, you have, oh, we're just going to install some moisture um, evaporators and get some water. And then, like, you've got Kylo Ren that's just like, oh, I'm going I'm to build a big super laser in the middle of it. It's going to fuck some shit up. It's going to be awesome. It would be a good show. It's yeah. <laughs> just a thought, just a thought. What about you, Expensive Mark? What's, what's your first memory of Star Wars? I, I, I really fell in love with Star Wars and remember seeing Star Wars for the first time when I was nine and they were re-released in the cinemas for the special editions. So I got to fall in love with Star Wars at the cinemas, which was awesome. I still remember being at uh, Werribee 10 Cinemas, real shithole. Um, it's a bit nicer now. but uh, And seeing like... A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi all up on the board with the session times and stuff. That image is just like burnt into, burnt into my head. So, um, yeah, seeing them when I was nine at the movies was like incredible. Yeah, as a, a child of the 80s, like during when Star Wars had died off, yeah, they used to show all three of them during the school holidays at once. Oh, wow. Not at once. No, that in, would be in weird. In a row. Yeah. In a row. But um, <laughs> just lay it on top of. I've each seen. Other. I saw an art installation. Art installation. Inverted commas in New York, mm. and it was all three of them just playing. That was the installation. It was yeah. just like you watch them all at once. Cool. It, <laughs> to me, yeah. it just sounds like rich guy in '92. At some yeah. point, you're just watching whichever the longest one is too. <laughs> like towards the end of that art installation, you're just watching the the longest yeah. film the we, last couple of minutes. We have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> this weird thing I remember loving as a kid was that I went into the cinema in the morning, mm. and then when I came out, it was nighttime. 
and I found that magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, some, I was like, wow, <laughs> it's night now. <laughs> I did not see that coming. How does it even happen? What wizardry is this? <laughs> what made you fall in love with it? Um, I guess, I don't know. I guess just sort of the, uh, I, I really love the, the design and the look and the, uh, the, the, the junkyard sort of visceral feel of the, of the early movies. And I think I just really fell in love with that. Like just the way that, uh, and there's, you know, this, the, the epic story and the, um, it's, it's the <laughs> Return of the Jedi does have some of my favorite scenes ever. Like, uh, like I said, it was my favorite as a kid and the, the, the lightsaber fight between Vader and Luke I remember the first time seeing that in the movies and it just blew my dick off. <laughs> and I was young. <laughs> Say goodbye to space bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just sort of... It's kind of hard to put a finger on, on what's so... Because now I love almost everything other than the movies. The movies are just sort of one thing that I like and I'm more into like the comics and, and, and buying action figures and stuff like that. I fell in love with the novels quite intensely for a little while yeah that's mm. like the video games for me early on were like a big thing i didn't really separate the two because the 90s as much as star wars had died for that that was big for star wars video games mm. um and i may have even found out about star wars through them before seeing the movies i have no way of telling you so is there a chance is, is there yeah. a chance in your life that when you watched like Empire Strikes Back for the first time yeah. that you went Han Solo what a dash render ripoff possibly <laughs> <laughs> I was not only was I uh, a kid who experienced the video games first but I was also stupid and didn't understand <laughs> chronology <laughs> But uh yeah it, they they were always it, Really, I think that's part of why I like Phantom Menace as well because there was like a PlayStation One Phantom Menace game that I liked. That again, in retrospect, is probably awful. Yeah, the PC, uh, the PC movie game was um, awful, but I played the shit out of it, man. I, I, I loved it so much. I, I'm a I'm a super Star Wars guy. The side scrolling, so yeah, hard. Yeah. Oh. That is so hard. That game. It's I've got it on my on my PlayStation Four, and it's brutality. <laughs> Like, it's how I used to get through. I used to get a, uh, uh, this was only like a couple of years ago as well, and just get the emulator at work and just not work and just try and get past the first level. I could never do it. The first level? It's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> it's so hard. It's unfairly hard. It's not okay. I would love to what think... What is it? That you're in your office playing this video game, having that conversation with yourself. We're, like, we're going to lighten up bullets. a box workload. Anytime <laughs> I got a phone call and I was in the middle of a thing, I'd be like, it fucking hit the phone. Like, what? <laughs> I was just so mad. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, can't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's just, it, freaks, it really upsets me thinking about it. I really like... Stress, it stresses me out, <laughs> that game. Well, I want to know what the second level is, man. Yeah. I just want to know. <laughs> I don't know. I finished that game when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brutal. <laughs> Guys, if you are continually looking down at the bare skin on your wrist and wishing you knew the time... 
Movement watches could be for you. The company was started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So they started their own watch company and have gone on to sell over 1 million watches worldwide. The movement watches start at just $95 and we're talking department store quality that you'd normally be looking for maybe about 5 to 600 bucks. But by buying direct from MVMT.com forward slash Steel Wars, you cut out the middleman retail markup and get the best possible price. Guys, I'm super stoked that a great brand like Movement is getting behind Steel Wars and supporting our ongoing production. So if you are in the market for a watch, we've got Christmas coming up and maybe you want to get a special someone a sweet, sweet present and get a good deal along the way. There's both men's and women's options and you can get 15% off today plus free shipping. And if you change your mind, free returns, which is super handy. You just need to go to mvmt.com forward slash steel wars. Who's your character, Noxie? My favorite Star Wars character, or like, who, what am I like? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a goofball? Are you kind of like? Uh... <laughs> um, this is kind of boring, but I guess it's Han Solo. Boo! Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> I like he's he's uh, real good looking, and <laughs> he, I, he was he, he was always just like the the fun one in the movies. I always thought Luke was a bit of a nerd, and Han was. Uh, kind of more interesting. I don't think I even really like any of the characters other than him. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, a bunch of dicks. That Fuck. hurts. I yeah. don't know why, but I'm upset <laughs> by that. No, I don't know. It, it, I, the, it's, it's never really been a question for me, I guess. He's, he's just like the coolest one. And so... <laughs> I never I never thought how good looking he was until yeah. like when I did the interview with him and he's standing in front of me and I was just in my head like trying to remember what to say, but mm. also... You know, you just got all these different voices. I was looking at him going, fuck me. Yeah. This dude. Oh, I thought you just were finishing it. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told him. <laughs> More of a request. And Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite movie ever. And so I think just I like Harrison Ford enough than any character he plays in a movie is my favorite character in that movie a lot of the time. Who's he- your favorite character in Air Force One? Yeah. Um, Probably Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite in the mosquito coast uh hmm, probably scrim manga i don't know that question i don't know what that question means oh is that a film that harrison ford's in exactly i yeah. thought it was an area in star wars that i wasn't <laughs> aware of <laughs> i i was tossing between the two <laughs> i wouldn't have been surprised at either <laughs> yeah that that actually would be a good planet i've never seen the mosquito coast don't because <laughs> I, I remember, because when Star Wars ended and, and you got the late 80s and you're just you're gagging for anything, mm, like yeah. just anything that was sort of like it, like whenever, I remember that film um, Stargate. Right. With um, Kurt Russell was yeah, in it and yeah, um, yeah. what's his name, James Spader. And when they said this is the new, this is the new Star Wars, like one of the reviews they had in the ads, I was just like... Fuck yeah, new Star Wars. I'm driving to Melbourne. I'm going to see this thing. Mm. It wasn't. I hate that fucking movie, man. White savior bullshit. He goes to like, not only does he save like a, a, a woman of, you know, another race. She is also like, they had to make her enough of another race that she was literally an alien to be like. And then the white guy comes along. It's Pocahontas bullshit. 
Oh, right. Movie. And here's the platform to take a stand. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so you're just like gagging for anything that was remotely Star Wars. So, you know, anything that Harrison Ford was in was, you know, pretty, you know, of course, all the Indiana Jones films. Yep. That's a no brainer. Um, Air Force One was pretty good. Um, Witness is good. The Fugitive is one Fugitive's of my favorites. Yeah. So I would just, you know, any Harrison Ford film, I'm on board. Yeah. But then I remember copping the Mosquito Coast and just going, nah, there's yeah. no, no action or adventure. You've. What's it? Was it just a. Like a dialogue drama. Just Harrison Ford standing on a beach slapping himself. Like, ah, <laughs> god damn it. Ah. <laughs> I should have known when I read the brochure with the name in it. <laughs> he gets malaria and he yeah. just dies. It's a pretty long movie. It's pretty boring. Well, you think they would petition, the locals would petition to change the name? Oh, it's, yeah, I guess so. We've got some shit like... Oh, no, it's called Sydney now. I was going to say, what about Shark Bay? But that's Sydney. <laughs> Isn't it? I Where do we live? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mark, what about you? What's your favourite character? Uh, at, who? At, at the moment, I would uh, say Dr. Afra. Ooh, that's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty, pretty obsessed with the, uh, the, the solo comic series. Okay, maybe, um, do you know? Yeah, you, I'm, not, I'm not aware maybe of... Maybe explain for... Genuinely, uh, for a second, I was... I, I, you know how, like, Dr. Acula shows up and it's like, but he's a vampire. And I was like, oh, that's weird that there's a vampire. <laughs> but never mind. Drafra isn't a vampire. Thanks for that, Adam. Um, <laughs> who's Dr. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> she's, a, she's, just this, she's a badass archaeologist. Right. Okay, I like this so far. Yeah, as a fan yeah. of Raiders of the Lost Town. And uh, and she uh, worked uh, with Vader for a little bit in the in the first uh, solo Darth Vader series. That's where I believe she was introduced. I'm sorry if I'm wrong there, but I believe that's where she was introduced. Ding. And then uh, and then she had her own. Uh, she's got her own sort of series now, just Doctor Afra, and she's a. Uh, she's just she's just floating around. In Star Wars universe, uh, trying to make her own way, and she's kind of like a more hardcore Han Solo. Like, okay. gives less of a fuck about anyone other than herself. She's got a, uh, I can't remember their names, if anyone knows, please tell me. She's got a C3PO uh, R2D2 equivalent to follow her around, but they're all black and they are mass murderers. Okay. They are like obsessed with just killing people and cutting people up and torturing other uh, beings and stuff, so that's that's real fun. And uh, she's got a <laughs> she's got a Wookiee that Mark. Yeah, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that black droid. Really? Which? Whoa! Not, no. Whoa! Whoa! whoa. <laughs> this this shit'll fly at Jabba's palace, but not not here. I don't want to hear any of that. I hate that droid that just happens to be black. Right. Um. I, that that sounds I, worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I. I just don't like his brand of comedy. Oh, really? All. Yeah. I, I, think it, I think it works really well just in sort of juxtaposition to everything else that's going on. I've never seen that in Star Wars before. What sort of... Is it the sort of... Because I remember in Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, uh-huh. um, which is a long name for... It was uh, an RPG game and there was a character that you get in your, in your group of people uh, called HK something. He was another... C-3PO type mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was very much a mass murdering type of person who'd be like you know he's calling you a meat bag and saying he wants to kill you yeah yeah I love that stuff that sort of a thing yeah yeah, yeah right. and there's an R2-D2 as well that's like 
not called R2-D2, but is just as badass and stuff. And then that Wookiee as well that goes around with them who's just like like Chewbacca on steroids. Just unbelievable. This does sound like they've literally gone Han Solo, but... Yeah, they've taken, they've taken a lot of elements and a lot of inspiration from, from other characters and stuff to kind of build Dr. Aphra. But she's just... I think she's fascinating and They're, really, really fun and I, cool. I like Dr. Aphra. I don't like the team, though. Because it, it just... It is a little bit... When you describe them all, it's like... She's like Han Solo with attitude. And he's <laughs> like C-3PO with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and then R2-G unit... Attitude. Yeah, that's And fair. if you thought Chewbacca had an attitude, <laughs> attitude. <bro>. Yeah. <laughs> Chewie's always drinking monster energy drinks because he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> C-3PO's on a dirt bike. Just, brr, fuck you. R2-D2's got a leather belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a leather belt. Because he couldn't wear a jacket. I was started to picture a jacket, but it just slide off of him. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd have to be a belt. I love that. So your, your height of being a badass. Uh, like, leather belt, baby. Oh, man, I gave him more money. He, he had a leather belt. <laughs> yeah. He must have spent $9 at Target. <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, I respectfully disagree. But it's not al- that's almost not what I love about it, though. Like, what, uh, what, when I really, like, clicked into, I'm like, this shit is the fucking best. Uh, because, I don't know, I just, my brain just explodes with this stuff. And I know it's super simple, but at the time, I was just like, oh, my God. Is you read in the first issue. I read the first issue, and I'm like, that <laughs> I was, was good. I was thinking you were going to say, oh, my brain exploded this stuff. Like, they've drawn pictures, and the people are saying words in it. <laughs> it's like every part. It's like a movie, but in a book. It's reading, but it's real easy. <laughs> um, but, no, they're like, they're, you read the first issue, and I was like, the first issue was good. And I was like, maybe I'll buy the second issue. I'll say I'll buy it. And then I bought it. And I was like, all right, this has got to be good to keep me hooked. And then you're just going through and they're looking for something and they're, uh, and they're searching the sort of Star Wars galaxy for what it is. And then on the final page of the second issue, you flip it over and they've found where they need to go. And, they're, and you don't know this until you flip the page. Spoilers. Uh, they're <laughs> on Yavin 4 and they're looking at the Rebel base. Right. And it's right and it's all happening as like the rebels sort of building their team and it just ties straight into like you don't know where you are kind of exactly in the Star Wars universe and then boom you're just like in fucking a new hope yeah. just from a different perspective and that I thought was phenomenal when they're looking so they're looking through the bushes to Yavin to the base yeah yeah okay. the temple all right did one of the characters point out and go oh look there's another fat character no <laughs> <laughs> Hawkins ways back. <laughs> Hello. I'm going to die soon, guys. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Okay. Bummer. Bummer. What about background characters? Who are you feeling, Adam? Um, I'm, I kind of have... Well, okay. So, I, again, with the video game thing, I played a lot of um, the episode one pod racing game mm. oh, yeah. on the 64. And every single one of their... All, all, all of the pod racers I liked. I feel like they put a lot of... I liked that they all had different pods... Which was so fucking stupid. Like, there's no. I, imagine any race where all of the cars were different. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's a mad, 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 mad world. <laughs> it's just like, I, I like that, that some of them had four engines, some of them had two. Yeah. What, what defines. <laughs> it's not that different, but. Like, what defines a pod to, like, just jumping in an X Wing and going, yeah, this yeah, is exactly. my, my X Pod? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like that sport has very few rules. And I think that's what drew me to it. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I liked all of the the. I, I've always liked the the sound design, especially in the Star Wars movies, uh, of all the alien noises. They're they're always great. So uh, every alien with a funny noise. I'm not gonna 
try and do any other. Why not? No, go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> I can't do anything. Anything. I can't do Star Wars noises, but yeah, that's my favorite. Um, I, I, I I like not any one particular background character, but all of them and the universe they create. Nice. That's so All beautiful. of my answers have been so vague and broad. <laughs> I watched Star Wars at some point during my childhood. Continue. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what about you, Mark? Who do you like? I I'd, I always uh, uh, liked Watto because I felt like he represented... He's the only uh, Wog character. <laughs> he's, he's a real tight ass and uh, he's got a pretty thick... Uh, I, I guess it's Italian accent. I don't know. But uh, he always appealed to me because I was like, that's my family. <laughs> Which is a fucked up thing to say But it's true <laughs> But do you now wish you had the little wings? The little, yeah Like, and I love, I love his little elephant nose His little pop belly I, I was about to say The round tummy does it for me Yeah, he's a bit fat Yep, <laughs> I like him too There's heaps of fat in Star Wars <laughs> There's four so far There's like 50 other characters than that Exactly <laughs> <laughs> Good counting <laughs> um, what about, do you think Max Rebo, you know, the, the blue elephant that plays piano? Yeah, the puppet. Yeah. <laughs> how, like, in his species, how do you think he's, like, fit or he's let himself go? He's an elephant. They're all, elephants are all, he's pretty small for an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing pretty good. He's on two legs. So you think he's anorexic, maybe? I think he's a dwarf, potentially. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't, do you reckon he's a good musician as well? Like in the start, like, do you reckon Jabba's Palace has good musicians? Because I don't think I've ever seen that, like, they've shown there's been the band in the cantina mm. and the band in Jabba's Palace. Was there a band in that fucking place in Force Awakens? Yeah. Yeah. But you get seem very much. They must all be quite bad pub rock bands, right? Mm. I want to see, like, a really good stadium selling. Star Wars band, you know what I mean? Yeah, what are they? Yeah, because these, see, these are yeah. all guys who are, they've taken a, a sort of gig because it hasn't really worked well, out for the them. The ones in Jabba's They've got place, a residency. Yeah, they would have been drug addicts. Drug addicts. Drug Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They would have been paying off a debt. On the spice, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I reckon on a bit of the spice. Because you don't end up working. You Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Don't end up playing keys at Jabba's Palace if you've flown the straight and narrow. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, mm. yeah, but what about um, in The Godfather, how yep. they got that guy to sing at the wedding who was like... Oh, so you reckon it's either a kidnapping sort of a situation yeah, or like, like coercion. Like, yeah, so like Jabba like, you know, helped them out back in but the day. But they don't even flip out when, when the door opens. and so, so they've been there a while. Well, they just know not to sell it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Either way, I don't think they're the top of the top. 
So I want to see in a, just a gratuitous musical segment in the middle of The Last Jedi where they're like, yeah, that's oh, Star Wars Ray, oh. your training's complete, baby. I think there is one. I think there is one. People go to see a big musical act in Star Wars. It's the floating fucking orbs in episode three. Oh, that's true. But that's like classical... But like that, it's like an opera. You don't know that. It's that an could opera. be rock and roll. And also, they're swimming in and out of a ball. I reckon that's like a whole Cirque du Soleil thing. You know what I mean? I look. I don't know. I always found that very confusing. <laughs> I couldn't concentrate on what was going on. It's like that's like the moment where like Anakin's turning, and I'm just like, why, why is there a big eye? There There's heaps of water in the middle of the room. It's like a whole gas water thing. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It was a very uh, strange choice. That's Cirque du Soleil, baby. But like that, that it's yeah. I want to see you know Justin B Blop. I would love for them to just do something fucked like that because I just love seeing a, a mess happen. And mm. so if they, you know how like in Game of Thrones I had Ed Sheeran show up and I was like, that looks like Ed Sheeran, not a peasant or whatever. You know, I want to see them go like, well, turns out Katy Perry's a big Star Wars fan, so here she is, Kator Perrin. <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing fucking yeah. She just does fire. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I can't think of a Star Wars word that rhymes with hot and cold, but whatever that would be, edited in later. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's the the name of the fifth fat guy in the movie. No, yeah, just for irony. Get so. another one in. What about favorite parts? What are your favorite scenes? Favorite scenes. Well, I do love that. I mentioned it before. The, the Luke Skywalker Darth Vader fight in Return of the Jedi is phenomenal. It's some. It's unbelievable. It's just raw passion. It's just it's just going out. That's why that's why I uh, much preferred the lightsaber fight in that movie and in uh, Empire to the prequel fights because it's just like it's just raw power and and emotion yeah. as opposed to backflippies and, and uh, stuff. And when you're a little kid. You couldn't believe it's like, oh my god, this is it. One yeah, of them, one of them's not making out. out yeah, this. yeah, it's it's, he's down. mad. Mm. Luke's mad. He was mad. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he mad? As in angry or crazy? He was mad. Yeah, okay. I think he was probably pretty mad. He was. Would you say he was mad? Oh, he had feelings of frustration. He was mad. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was mad. <laughs> was he not mad? <laughs> sure, he seemed a bit mad. Great. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I love that. And I also love the uh, the uh, uh, Ray-Kylo fight in, uh, in Force Awakens for the same reason, because I feel like they took a step back and they went, let's get back to that. Was there enough madness in that section, though? Yeah, Kylo was mad Kylo in that. I thought mad. he was mad in that. He was punching his chest. Did you think he was mad? <laughs> he was mad. It was like someone shot him. He was pissed off, man. Uh-huh. I thought he was mad. <laughs> was he not mad? Am I wrong? He, he seemed pretty mad to me. Yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> was, he, was he was pretty mad. He was mad. He was hitting himself. He was, he was mad at everything. Uh. Killed his dad. Uh. Spoilers. He was mad. I'd be mad. Am I wrong? I don't know. That's just me. What are your favourite mad <laughs> scenes in Star Wars? I, I just, uh, I just realised that how white trash it is for Kylo to go back to like Snoke at the end and go, oh, what, what happened on the side there? And I go, like, oh, 
My uncle shot me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I, I, this again. I, I like the ending of Rogue One. That whole bit is really cool because that was like I, uh, the strongest of those. Like, um, it it did a good job, and I didn't get this from the Force Awakens of showing me a Star Wars thing that I'd kind of wanted to see. Mm. For a long time, and see Invader actually do something dangerous because I never felt that with the Empire Strikes Back fight. I never, I never really felt like anyone was in danger. I don't know why. What but, about Luke? Uh, he didn't. He seemed fine. They both seemed pretty calm to me. Uh, see, I always they saw it as Vader was just like fucking with Luke. Yeah, right. That's how I always saw that. So that's why I quite like it because Luke's just like trying to keep up. Yeah, He's pretty mad, and uh, and Vader's just like, yeah, just tweeing with him. Yeah. Eh. But I, I like seeing Vader. I, I'd like to just seeing him. It's the best 10 minutes of any Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. I don't even think it's 10 minutes. It's like less than that. It's like two. Way less. Yeah. Way less. But it's the, it's, it's the best. It's the and it was, it was, it was so I well like. done. Like whoever was the actor inside of that suit did a perfect job of moving in exactly the right way. No one makes Vader move good, man. That's what I'm really liking about the. Uh, there's a new. Uh, Darth Vader series, Star Wars se- uh, comic series at the moment that yeah. takes place like right after he wakes up as Vader and it's all about him getting his lightsaber because the whole thing is that a Sith doesn't build his lightsaber, a Sith steals his lightsaber. Right. Kills a Jedi, takes that and then it turns red through magic. I don't know, um, something. I'm sure it'll be explained. I haven't read the new issue. It sounds like the lightsaber gets mad. It does. <laughs> it's... Madness is a big part of the Sith way. It's a whole chapter in the book. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, and they, the way they make Vader move in, that, in, in, the, uh, in the book is... Uh, I know it's still pictures. I'm aware of this. I was, I I was about to... to... I know you were. I yeah. saw it in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to fucking get him. <laughs> <laughs> He's made one logical error that he hasn't noticed, and I'm going to pounce. Yeah, but that's, that's what I like about those two there. The, Vader moving is really important. Yeah. People fuck it up a lot. Yeah. Well, like, at, at the end of um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, that was a big part of that. Like, him going, no, and whatever, but he got on his knees weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? He moved a little weird when, yeah. he, when he stood up because he went like like a Frankenstein yeah. came out of that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Hayden Christ- that was Hayden Christensen. Yeah, and he didn't he like beg to be in it? Yeah. Wasn't that yes, when they're going to use someone else? He's like, no, please make all of this worth it for me because I'm not getting any work after this. So. Oh, did you hear he just broke up with Rachel Bilson? Oh, did he really? No. Very upsetting this week. I didn't even know they were together, no. so that's come as a huge shock to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Massive. Very sad. Yeah, they met on the set of Looper. Oh, really? Not Looper, Jumper. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was going to say he had a very small part in Looper. <laughs> I was about to say, was he in Looper? But I could also equally say, was he in Jumper? <laughs> it's Jumper, yeah. Jumper's the right thing. Yep. All right. Good. What's that what? about? Is that like a sliders? Sort. Yeah. It's, I don't know. You can jump. You, you can, can jump quite high. And, no, you can jump through portals into other places. I right. think. That's, Sounds like sliders. Yeah, that's sliders. You seen sliders? I've eaten them. <laughs> that is a really good quip. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I think so. Was that... They have the guy from Standby. Jerry Media. O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, it was about... What did they do? They, made, they did slides. They're trying to get... They, they, he was a scientist and he built a remote control that could make you go to another world, but they went to the wrong one and were trying to find their way back. So like alternate universes. Yeah, but all the... of them had like the same villain in them, I think. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I've never seen it. I've read the back of a DVD once and went, nah. <laughs> Not for you. Yeah. I have seen it. <laughs> and I'd like to leave it there if I could. <laughs> the Steel Wars media empire is expanding with the premiere this week of the Steel Wars update YouTube show. Each week, I will break down the major news stories of the week with plenty of humor and opinion on the Steel Wars update. I would love to have your support for the premiere of the pilot episode at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. And while you wait for the pilot to be uploaded, there's plenty of super fun content, including cast interviews and enhanced podcast highlights. The link is in the show notes, or you can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. Noxie, with all the the video games you've played, what's your favorite Star Wars cutscene? Oh, okay. Um, Again, I like the endings of things. I like the ending of Knights of the Old Republic because it did the that that you know the trumpet bit, and that is the most important Star Wars thing to me. Mm. You know what I mean? They and every movie has a slightly different one, and genuinely, my liking of each of the films corresponds exactly to how well done that is. Explain. Empire Strikes Back has the best one. Because it ends with like the burr, 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 and it all swells up as they fly away, and then it does a really. Oh, so good... you mean just before the credits? Just as they yeah. come in, okay. as it as it circle whatever's up, and then um. That is good where they're looking out the window. It's the best ending of yeah. them. Yeah, it goes uh, Empire Strikes Back, Rogue One, and then I suppose it would go. I, I, I really like... Well, I mean, when I first saw it anyway, I really liked Revenge of the Sith, the way Re- Revenge it's of the a, Sith it, it ends well. It ends strong with the looking over the Tatooine little... Yeah, and it's like, and you go, oh, and Obi-Wan's been looking over the yeah. whole time. Oh, these were prequels? Yeah. <laughs> what? It was that before? This was in Star Wars. I love that moment. Yeah. I thought it when was... When it clicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought they'd stolen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of these names. This is weird. <laughs> um, anyway, and then there's the rest of a list. I'm not going to list all of them, but uh, they, they correspond exactly. And the ending of Night's Hero Republic, you stand it like, because it's a long-ass fucking thing. That was like the Gilligan's Island theme song. The Professor and the rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, those are the, yeah. <laughs> it, the reason is because that songwriter would have gone, ugh, and gotten bored of it halfway through like me. <laughs> But so it, it, that the ending of that where it did the proper Star Wars ending, I th- it, it was the first time it had looked close to the movies, sort of, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, other games had ended like that before as well, but they always had the digital fucking ding, 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 and ugh. <laughs> Wow. What's the best Star Wars game of all time, do you think? Um, level two of the one that Mark can't finish. <laughs> Is probably <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> um, How shocked were you when Doctor Afra popped up in that bit? Oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, and then it's like forty hours of Doctor Afra. <laughs> it's probably Knights of the Old Republic. That's like a good old. Uh, because they did with that, they did a smart thing of setting it like 2,000 years or something before normal Star Wars, which gave them free reign to do whatever they want. So it's mm. this big-ass story. Is it the only game that you've played? No. <laughs> Sounds like it. 
All right, mate. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna finish a list here, and this will be a, this will be. A, I've played. Oh fuck, man! You've made him wish shit. <laughs> no, I'm 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 feeling a little. I don't know the word for it, but it's like angry, but it's like a shorter word. No, I played a bunch of them, but that's the I, I have. It must be good. I, I, that's one I never played. I never got to play, but it it's must good. Have been very good. It's good. Yeah. I never played the second one. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I really liked the first one. Then never played the second. Yeah, because you know, fuck it, man. Yeah, you don't need that in your yeah. life. You, you you play by your own rules. Yeah. What? Just You're like a Han Solo. I'm exactly like him. Yeah. You know how Han Solo's always like bumbling around, <laughs> drinking a beer at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> what is your favorite video game of all time? Um, oh, I don't know. Pac Man. Fuck off. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is. Oh, is that a bad video game question to ask? No, someone? I don't think so. I just, it's, it's, it's hard to answer because. Lots of things are different. Like I, I, I nearly went to you. Like I don't know what's your favorite movie of all time. I don't, yeah. But I probably can get. But it, it's there's lots of good ones. <laughs> I don't want to offend any video games. <laughs> I not picking them. <laughs> Deus Ex is good. Red Dead Redemption is very fun. I'm beginning to lean ones. towards Marks. You've only played one video game theory. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah, you're not. But you're not making your case very strong here, man. Well, because no one wants to hear me talk about ten different video games I like. Oh, I'd like to. Have Do played. you? <laughs> <laughs> it, it like um, probably Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic is <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> We've got uh, some time. If anyone's got audience questions, if anyone wants to belt up, uh, if you got, all right, go for it. Oh yes. Okay, since you know we're not going to be able to see you very often, still now that you're not here, last chance to sort of do a song, I guess. Are you sick? What's? Oh, you're going to LA. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, it's not from here, so yeah. Anymore. <laughs> um, so this is uh, just a short song about episode eight, and here we go. Episode 8 is gonna be great I'll be at the midnight screening with all of my mates I'm curious about the Jedi's fate (laughs) And if R2-D2 will be awake (laughs) It's the last time we'll see Leia on the screen Will Luke Skywalker ignite the green? Oh I can't wait to see Ray get trained on an island far away in the rain. I can't wait to see Finn and Poe. And who is this character named Rose? Benicio del Toro will be in it, I suppose. And what type of sound will the Pogs make? Who knows? I know, I got the toy. <laughs> yeah. But I wrote it before when we didn't know what it was. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough no spoilers, please. <laughs> I want to enjoy the movie at the midnight screening with the other fans. I have no other plans. Yeah. Hey. Great question. Um <laughs> 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 I reckon uh, I'm in a bold answer, truthfully. <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> no, that was beautiful. Thank you so much, sir. Actually, my question was can I sing a song? So, but oh, okay. I didn't actually ask it, so. <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay. No. 
You're lucky you didn't get the answer as well. <laughs> <laughs> was that to the tune of a different song, or did you make? Was that an original composition? Uh, yeah, I made it, the tune up in my head too. Good yeah. for podcasting <laughs> laws as well. Yeah, you had that. You now own this podcast, I believe. <laughs> mm. Wow. Has anyone at one of your filthy casual podcasts ever, you know, dropped a rhyme about Mario or anything like that? No, I, I, we've got a lot of uh, real sane listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that no one's ever cared enough to do that. So I'm a little fucking furious now. A little bit jealous. A little bit um, what's the word? Not furious. It's kind of like um, <laughs> I don't. Oh. It's like really bothered. Yeah, it's like yeah, like. I, I got nothing, man. I'm yeah. coming up empty here. <laughs> we'll think of it. Grumpy? It's like grumpy, but it's not grumpy. Okay. <laughs> it's a synonym for grumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three letters. Last letter D. <laughs> it's dad. I'm thinking it's dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Skywalker was feeling quite dad at the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> very concerned. Uh, anyone else? You don't have to sing a song. No, you do. Sing yeah, the bar has been set. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Darren, how are oh, you? Yeah. No, I'm not singing. Uh, there is another fat person in um, uh, the f- uh, Force Awakens in the... Um, hey, mate, who the fuck are you to weight shame people <laughs> in another galaxy, right? There's no shaming. This is no shame. And I do, he's sitting down and he's got... And, and like the assassin woman is with him all Yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're right, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. in the in the in the Force Awakens, you mean? yeah, yeah, that's yeah, in, right. the, in the uh, in their oh, version of the canteen, yeah, in the, in the yeah bar. again, yeah. I'd I'd have to query that species. Who's fat shaming now? No, but you can you can you no, know no no, just like like, I just think that's I don't know if he's fat. Or he not. is because the way he's sitting is a fat guy pose. I sit like that as well, just go like, Bleh, I've made my peace with it, <laughs> and and yeah, sit, yeah. I, yeah, I did, or, or maybe I. It's more about me than anyone. I I was always impressed. That he did have that hot chick. Like, I was like, he must have some personality. But then she's got yeah. a robot voice, so it kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, they're made for each other, maybe. <laughs> you know that old equation. Yeah. <laughs> Fact Ro- robot voice. <laughs> robot voice. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I don't even know what I was trying well, to well say remembered. Yeah. I do have a question, though. That was just okay. a, oh, great. Um, uh, you guys mentioned you had collectibles. Tell us about the collectibles you have. Thank you, um, uh, my favourite thing that I bought recently was where I went, oh, I might have a problem, um, was uh, the, <laughs> like, um, oh, God, and his name's completely uh, left me. The guy who did the original concept art for... Ralph for McQuarrie. Star, Ralph McQuarrie. Welf, Ralph McQuarrie concept art action figures, right? So I've got a Luke, like, uh, you, know the, you know the image of Luke Skywalker, one of the first images of Luke Skywalker... And he's got a lightsaber and he's wearing like the gas mask and then he's up against Vader and it's kind of like from behind. So I've got him and Vader in action figures. Uh, and I just I just like screamed when I saw them. <laughs> what positions do you put them in? What positions do I put them in? They're on top of my fridge oh, with okay. all the rest of my Star Wars toys. And Vader looks real badass at the moment because he's got a gun as well, which is pretty, uh, which is pretty out there. His lightsaber's blue. <laughs> And uh, he, for some reason, his cape—he's just—he just stands like real badass, and his cape like comes out and flows. And I didn't do that on purpose. I don't know how it happened, but it gets me off every time. I, every time I go to get a yogurt now, I'm like, oh, I'm barring oh, up double yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was always—I was always a very vehicle boy. 
I like I, I liked all the uh, X Wings and Tie Fighters and uh, had a Death Star at one point and then it broke and I got a second one which is sensible to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. <laughs> But yeah, it was always that implies I left for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, yeah, that 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 was always that's always been my thing. Yeah, my, my when I was when I was uh, this is one of the worst things that's ever happened to me, which is why you know I've had a fine life. Um, but uh, when I was like four, no, when I was like seventeen, uh, my dad gave I had like three boxes of Star Wars toys that I'd been collecting for. I had so much great stuff. I had like. TIE Fighter and I had a Skyhopper and I had like all so much stuff and uh, my dad just gave it away to some other kid and he's like don't worry I'm just borrow I'm just lending it to him and I was 17 so I was like I should let go of toys but I didn't want to but I felt stupid because dad was like come on like you're 17 now like grow up and I'm like oh, all right then he gave and he was like they're just on loan and then the the parents just got up and moved didn't tell anyone and they took all my toys. Ooh, what a long con. And yeah. It was uh, it it's a weird thing. It still it still destroys me. So you got daddy issues. Is Massively. Yeah. He, I've to, I can't bring it up with him anymore cuz he knows now like it, like anytime I bring it up he's like he gets real sad. He's like I'm real sorry I did that, man. But it took it took like 10 years to make him like get that that was a fucked up thing to do. My my mother did the same with my Lego collection and came back with about a dollar out of a huge Lego collection, so oh, I was man. really. Yeah. That's it's just, I know your pain. That's just fiscally irresponsible as well. <laughs> like, <geez. laughs> she could have gotten more. Yeah. Like, no, but that's my that's my dream is to get super rich one day and then walk into like the comic, <laughs> and comic, hire an assassin and, hire and, kill, an assassin and kill my dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like to just have enough money to go in because I remember. Everything that I had, like when I see a like wall of Star Wars, like old Star Wars toys, it was mostly the power of the force stuff that I had. I, d I know exactly what I had and I want to have enough money to be able to walk into a place one day and just get everything that I had. I don't know why. That's, I always think about that. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to whisper like, like, like Citizen Kane, so Rosebud yeah. before he dies. Skyhopper. Yeah, ATSD. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. The uh, and it's now starting. Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks, thanks man. Thanks, thanks, man. Now, um, did anyone else find it weird that you keep your collection on top of a fridge? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't seem it's like because, the safest place. Because I live with my girlfriend, <laughs> and she'll get mad if it's anywhere else. Because <laughs> <laughs> the fridge is in a cupboard, so I get to open the cupboard, enjoy my life, and then put it away and keep my girlfriend. <laughs> Those things, both those things are important to me. Our relationship is about compromise. And so I'm willing to compromise. <laughs> Do you ever, like, find yourself eating more than you should just so you've got another excuse to go back to the fridge? Sometimes I just stay in the fridge. <laughs> just to get away from her, am I right? Oh, uh, my bloody man cave. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's great. Um, I love you, Naomi. Thanks for coming. She's here. Well, compared to your dad, she's awesome. Dad's a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me sick. <laughs> He's all right. He's getting married. Is he? Yeah. Congratulations. I got a, I got a new mum. The old one's rubbish, so this is great. <laughs> <laughs> she's not listening. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I... Um, 
I've never had my parents get married. They did that before I rocked up. Mm. Does the child get to give a speech at the wedding? I have no idea. I, I don't know what this wedding is going to be like. This is an over 60s wedding. Okay. I've never been to an over 60s wedding. It, it would be a ripping chance to bring those figures back up. It would. It would just upset him though. Mm. It's great how much it upsets him. Like, just that I got through to him, you know? Do you, do you think... <laughs> do, you, do you think that it's like... That, it's, that he upset you that upsets him? Or do you think it's him going... Oh, he fucking really cared about them and he was 17. I fucking tried to beat it out of him, but it didn't come out. He's going to be like this forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, going to get married and try again. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Yeah. That's a good point. Hey, man, I don't live in the fridge. I live in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> you keep all your toys out. Yeah. I keep all my toys out and, I, and every day I punch them. <laughs> Because I'm angry about the old world. Old single Noxy puts his toys wherever he wants. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't even have anything these days. I've, I've tried to declutter my life. Yeah. And so it means that I live like a serial killer with just no posters or fun things anywhere. Yeah, and just, just sort of glad wrap all over your walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to keep the clutter out, man. <laughs> come in. Now, come in. That's no, all good. Come in. Lie on the table. Take a load <laughs> off. Don't worry about it. But yeah, so because you can do every you can you can do everything digitally now. Look at pictures, I mean, oh. of things that you could hold physically. Yeah, right. There's no. Sense you don't get in that. no thrill out of uh, out of buying physical. I, I'm I'm not that attached to to the physical world. <laughs> that sounds way more. You're quite like, spiritual. <laughs> I don't want to be uploaded into a computer or like I'm I'm not a Maharishi or whatever. But I just you know I'm, I'm I've never been a big. Fan of holding stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to take it with you when you're gone, are you? It's fine. <laughs> I would have been a terrible pharaoh. <laughs> Excellent. Now, uh, as we wrap up, we always like to find out. We've got endless Star Wars... <laughs> Like oh, my girlfriend just held up her iPad and she wrote Darth Vader PS4 because she bought me a Darth Vader PS4 for uh, for Christmas one year. So thanks. Um, uh, what an aggressively loving relationship. Yeah, there. I know. Yeah, no, she did buy me a Darth Vader PS4 with Battlefront and that was pretty good. Uh, so cheers, appreciate it. What do you want from me, man? What do you want? Yeah, okay. yeah well, I was exaggerating for the comedy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you fixed it, Mark. Well done. That that <laughs> is it hard to play it on top of the fridge though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not plugged in. It's just sort of sitting there. That's the thing. She won't let me plug it in. Uh, oh, I'm in hell. Uh, <laughs> she's <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, we've got endless Star Wars films to the end of time. Uh, we've got a few films scheduled for release that we. Oh yeah, about. but uh, we always like to know before we leave: what are you most hoping for or looking forward to mm. in Star Wars? I like. I mean, obviously, I, I think I, I really have very high hopes for the Last Jedi. I think it's going to be, you know. Pretty good. Uh, I hope it will be anyway. Um, but I, I'm what I'd love to know what they're going to do after this in terms of canon trilogy sort of films. 
I just uh, I, I just have zero idea where it's going to go and where they're going to take it. Like if it'll just keep continuing with, with Ray and follow that or if they'll go somewhere else. I, I have no idea. And I'm excited to find out just what that's going to be. Yeah. I, I so hope they do either go forward or go across or go way back mm. instead of just filling in all the gaps. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Rogue One, it's, it does finish five minutes before. Like it's so... Like I just just go off, go yeah. do something. Mm. You know, mm. and we got Mendo, so that's that's one thing. That's true. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Mendo is? What's Mendo? Ben Mendelssohn. Oh, of course. Hmm. I don't call him Mendo. I call him <laughs> Ben Mendelssohn because that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I guess you might know him better than me. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was great, but his uh, his playable character in Battlefront was rubbish. It was rubbish. Yeah, it I've was definitely rubbish. played other Star Wars video games, so I I know that. So you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I one hundred percent have. My life isn't a lie. Not a movie, but Battlefront two. I'm I'm uh, I'm packing my pants. But there's about. a there's a story mode in that that could be equated to a movie, which is what I'm super super excited yeah. for. That's already I, I I that's already got some of my favorite cutscenes. That is video doing games. another interlink sort of like we need to know what happened with every second of the star wars that where it's like but it's an interesting it is it's place you play as like the empire just after the second death star blew up yeah which, yeah, yeah. Hmm. as like an imperial officer and, and yeah. I, I i just think that sounds to see it from their side and stuff and i'm super excited for that yeah nice adam what are you looking forward to buddy um, I honestly would love to see prequel remakes. I don't think that that is something that people would give a shit about. Oh, but I, would, I really I love that. think that the story there has a lot of potential to be cooler than it was done. And I would love. I also would love the thing of them just going like, "Fuck you, George. We're doing this again." You I don't know. It. That's my problem. Is I don't, I don't know if they'll ever be allowed. If legally they're allowed to. Well, do just it or no, not, but or just, just like just like morally, if they'll ever go, if or they'll if ever they, do that, if they'll ever say yeah. as big of a fuck make you. One new movie that's all of them, like that thing that Tobey Maguire did. I always wanted to see Spider Man Two, and the, no, that when he cut the the films together. Oh, and apparently yeah. everyone was it Toby Maguire did that? Apparently it was Toby Maguire. Grace. Topher Grace. Grace. Topher Man, Grace. they're definitely you can see how that happened though. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, he cut all three Spider-Mans together. And everyone who saw it said it was <laughs> Everyone who saw that thing said it was great. And I would love them to be just one better done. When you said Toby Maguire, I was like, I always thought it was someone that would seem like they had more time on their hands. <laughs> yes, nailed it. I don't think they'll ever do that because, and I hope they won't. I'd rather just just go off, go make. I, yeah, just, that's just go make another story. That one's done. They almost mm. definitely. I I can't imagine them do uh, being. They, they, Brave enough. No, I yeah, I, th- I think that I think that takes such a stand. That just goes these be shit. <laughs> But yeah, and and I don't think they'll I don't think th- uh, they'll ever do that, unfortunately, yeah. because I do think I would love to see the story of Anakin to Vader well, reinterpreted. And I I like a lot of stuff about the way it suggests the galaxy was and around that time, mm. but it doesn't really go into. I don't want know. it to look like. I just want it to look like the old the old movies because that's like I said that was one thing that I fell in love with was the look, mm. and there was one thing even as a kid that I never loved about the prequels was that it looked a bit. Star Trekky to me, like at times, like all the Naboo stuff, like the really clean, silks, shiny, like and shiny, and yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and that was like, 
And I know, like, oh, what the fuck do I know? I didn't make Star Wars, so fuck me. But, like, that for me was never... I was like, I always loved that junkyard, you know, ragamuffin put-together aesthetic. But I, I, I like the... Ter- I, and people have talked about this before, but the fact that it turned and it looked junkyard because it was these two groups of people who were making shit out of nothing... Like, the Empire was making too much stuff, and then the Rebels were like, oh, I don't know, we've got a fucking shoebox, I guess I'll fly that. And it, like, they, yeah, but then like, I didn't see that. The movies didn't show that, I thought. In, in the original, that's the thing that you said you liked. What? In, in the, the original, original trilogy. I thought you said in the... I thought you were talking... You are making me mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the word. <laughs> that's, oh, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were saying in the, uh, in the, in the, in in, the prequels. In the prequels, it was before that, and it was this hide a decadence, fall of Rome sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, I liked that. Yeah, the, yeah, because there, there is that in-universe reason that there was before the war and Naboo was a rich, peaceful, artistic, but that's why all the ships look so sweet. Mm. But it does, like, so there's an in-universe reason, but mm. it just doesn't fit with the like the aesthetic of Star Wars that you like. Yeah, yeah, and like, and, and I, what it, I was, how it changed over the course of that prequel trilogy, I thought was really cool. How how the the look of the ships sort of started to shift. Well, that, that, that's what I was saying is I, I didn't feel that enough. Yeah, I would right. have liked to have so seen So imagine that. if they remade it, baby. I know. Ah. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be super keen for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, what, people love those films. Mm. Like, love them. And if they, if they did something like that, oh, my God. It'll but, never happen. That, like, I, would, I wouldn't mind just, like, them announcing it and then just living that. Like, I always like had this thing when I was little. I was like, oh, how good would it be just to do something and then it just like reverses back in an hour? Yeah, like, yeah. you can go back. Like it was a murder, right? You were thinking of a murder. No, <laughs> it was always. I, t- I tell you what, it was. It was. I went to a Catholic primary school, and it was yeah. always like, I just want to stand up and just yell "fuck" in the middle of the church. Yeah, right. Mm. Like, and just see. Look at you now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and. Because I just like, what would happen? Yeah. Like, what would they? What would be the reaction? So I used to think the exact same thing with taking a shit, <laughs> just like walking on a stage and shitting on it. I always thought, like, would someone try to tackle me? Would they like try to stop me? Or would they go, "That's gross. I'm going to have to wait till he's done <laughs> before I tackle him." That that always made me laugh in my head. But Fuck I wish man, I, I, I thought wanting to swear in a church was weird. <laughs> 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 well, it's just like it's the one thing I could think of where no one, where there might be a chance no one would interrupt it. Yeah, I, I will say though, great opener at Jabba's Palace. Yes, that'd be per- it'd go through that grating. <laughs> this guy's a fucking auteur. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this before. That's incredible. Yeah. Hey, Rancor Keeper, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. Uh, You've got great podcasts that are part of the uh, Planet Broadcasting mm. Podcasting Network. All of our friends. All hail King Meso. <laughs> uh, tell the people where they can find it. And, uh, and, and, and it might have some evidence that you have played more than one video game. Yeah, it's called, it's, uh, it's called Filthy Casuals with Tommy Daslow, Ben Vanell, and then my name. Um, and you can go to filthycasuals.com.au, I think is the easiest place to, or, or your podcast player of choice. Very nice. And if, if people have come to here to listen to you from mm. the podcast, well, Ben Vanell did an episode as well. So you can go back into the archives. Ooh. I'm just trying to get a bit of plug in on, on your plug. No, well done. Double plug it. It's great That's networking. The hottest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I and agree. Mark. Yes. Oh, um, hi. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, you could uh, where where you can check out the Auntie Donna podcast. Um, it's not very good. Uh, it's on uh, SoundCloud and Spotify. Um, we'll go, I just realised you're like filthycasuals.com. It's not even on our website. We should, I should put a I should put a I should put on the website. I don't want to edit you. Can you put ours on your website? No, I'll put it on top of the fridge. Okay. <laughs> it's... Where all good things go, in my opinion. Very nice. And your YouTube channel is amazing. Oh, yeah, check out the Auntie Donna channel or just uh, Google search us on the YouTube. Uh, Auntie Donna, we do sketches, um, not about Star Wars. I'm sorry, but we'll... Get to it. We'll get to it. Get to it. Yeah. And uh, and it was so... Um, I, I took some Star Wars fan friends, the gonk droid that you guys would know from the podcast. I took him to see you in LA. Oh. And it's so good to take some... Like, he was like, eh. And I'm like, nah. And then he was like... Hey, that was really good. Like, <laughs> so I felt like I had done well. Yeah, that's great. That's so, wonderful. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for bringing people along. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm really. Well, there's not much to do in LA, so. No, no it's a it's a desert town. It's the factory. I hate that fucking stinkhole. It's nice. Oh, it's pretty good. I like LA. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much, and may that force be with you. Thank you. <laughs> Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that really fun episode with Mark and Noxie. Thanks so much to everyone that came along to the live shows while I was in Melbourne. It, um, you guys make it hard to leave and very tempting to always come back. Which brings me to some very exciting news. It looks as though our Nox premiere for The Last Jedi will be happening. Tickets will be going on sale probably in the next 7 to 14 days. And what I need you to do is to buy early and buy often. If you don't know, you can go back and listen to these uh, old episodes that we've done. But for every film premiere, we have a big midnight screening in Melbourne, Australia, in an 800-seat cinema, giant VMAX screen, alongside Star Walking, the Star Wars Appreciation Society of Australia. And people come from all around the country to join us. It is the best of time. And straight after the premiere wraps up at about 2.30, we go next door into the Seamus O'Toole Irish Bar and light it up for a huge reaction live podcast with tons of comedians and Star Wars fans and more often than not, in inverted commas, George Lucas joins us. And we did one for The Force Awakens and Rogue One. They are up to listen to on the free feed and they're just amazing, joy-filled podcasts. The best of times. So, if you want to join us on the 13th of December and you want to make sure that I can afford to fly home to host this premiere, keep an eye out for the ticket information. Uh, I'll be tweeting and Facebooking and Instagramming and podcasting about it. Uh, You can follow me at Steel Wars on all those mediums. Now, our Force Awakens one totally sold out. The Rogue One, we could have fitted a few more people in, but we will be offering tickets first through the Patreon page to make sure those that support us year-round get their head in both for the uh, the movie and premiere and if they need the bus 
from the city to Knox and back. And I know people have had awesome times on the buses previously, making friends, making podcasts, and all that great stuff. But yes, we will be offering the tickets first through the Patreon, which if you'd like to join us there, I'm putting up so much bonus content. I was going for 30 pieces of content in 30 days. I think I'm not going to make the 30 days, but I might make 30 pieces of content in 32 or 33 days. I should point out on both the uh, Patreon and the uh, the normal feed, there is a new Struthers Wars up where Eric Struthers, um, who edits a lot of the podcasts for us and hosts the Bad Motivators podcast, he interviews a Steel Wars Patreon supporter about their favorite uh, Steel Wars moments, intersperse it with a few best of clips and talks about their Star Wars fandom and it's uh, a really good time. It's, it's fun for me to listen to, I can tell you that much and I know we've had a really good response to that from the listenership. And if you want to hear the full episodes from those best of clips, they are all on the Patreon page. It's just $3 a month. You get regular bonus apps like the Q&As, the Making Steel Wars podcast and Gonk and Steel's Trash Compactor. You get the extended bonus sections of the call-in show and full access to the full length of every Steel Wars episode we've ever done, which is over 300 podcasts, which sounds like a lot. As well as that, your $3 goes to supporting the ongoing production of the podcast every week. The Steel Wars merch store, which you can find at steelwars.com, has a limited amount of our Pog, 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 Pog band lineup t-shirt left. So you can check that, as well as the Your Snoke Theory Sucks, Omre's Parents, and all that good stuff at steelwars.com. If you are after some comedy podcasting, my other podcast, I Love Green Guide Letters, where we review the complaint letters to the TV Guide in Melbourne, Australia. We recorded two live podcasts while I was in Melbourne directly after the Steel Wars shows, and they are both hilarious. You've got some previous Steel Wars guests like Tom Ballard, Demi Lardner, and Ash Williams in the mix. I was very happy with how those turned out, so check those out at ilovegreengodletters.com or on iTunes or wherever good podcasts are downloaded. I was also on, God, I've been doing a lot of stuff. I was on Geek Dudes podcast. That is a general pop culture comic book movie podcast not safe for work but we recorded a epic episode into the early hours uh you can search for that geek dudes on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts from and i'm also on the new episode of making star wars's rebel girl podcast with my buddies tracy gardner and amanda ward And of course, Rebel Girl is part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network, as is Steel Wars. And if you want to expand the Star Wars voices in your ears, check it all out at makingstarwars.net, which is the home of the hottest and most credible Star Wars news and rumors from around the world. And I'm very much looking forward to getting back to California next week to be back on Making Star Wars is now. This is podcasting with Sal, Randy, and Jason. 
Don't forget, we are sponsored by Movement Watches this week. Uh, the link is in the show notes. It's mvmt.com forward slash steel wars. That gets you 15% off. That gets you free shipping. That gets you free returns. And that gets you top shelf, top quality watches at low, low prices as they are able to They skip the middleman. You know that middleman? What a dick. We've gotten rid of him. He's gone. It's just you and movement. So check out that link. It is in the show notes. Thank you guys so much. And may that force be with you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.